Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. Our focus today is Psalm 103.10, but I will begin by reading the first 10 verses of Psalm 103. That text says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of His benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known His ways to Moses, His acts to the sons of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will He keep His anger forever. Our theme verse then says, He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. These glorious verses that start Psalm 103 remind the Christian of something very special. They remind us of who God is, and because of who He is, He gifts His children with a multitude of benefits. These benefits are unearned and undeserved, but God benefits us anyway. Living in a fallen world filled with fallen people, you may get used to the idea that you get exactly what you deserve, that you only get out exactly what you put in. You may get used to the reality that people always repay evil with evil. You may get used to the idea that if you ever did something wrong, people will never forget and expect you to atone for your indiscretions for the rest of your life. That is how the world works. God, however, is otherworldly and in a class all by Himself. God defies our expectations and treats His elect with grace even when we don't objectively deserve it, even when we think God has turned His back on us, and even if we feel unworthy, God benefits us with grace regardless of us. As Psalm 103.8 says, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will He keep His anger forever. The point is this, never underestimate God's grace. Never underestimate His grace, because even when you think you don't deserve any grace, God is free to show you some. How is this possible? Because God's grace is independent of us. Our theme verse says, God has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. What a wonderful verse. This text tells us that God will not play tit for tat. He will not deal with us according to our sins because His grace transcends our sins. He will not reward us according to our iniquities because He knows that reward is something no person can bear. Truly, the psalmist wrote Psalm 103, 1-10, looking forward to the Messiah, but we look back. These verses have their ultimate fulfillment with the atonement of Jesus on the cross. Because of what Christ did at Calvary, the penalty for sin is wiped away forever. God is therefore free to treat His elect with grace and is not guilty for doing so because Christ already bore the penalty for our guilt. God is therefore guiltless when He treats sinners with His glorious mercy. The fact that a holy Creator can benefit a creature in such a way defies comprehension and it certainly shatters our expectations. Never underestimate 
God's grace. God's grace is infinite. Even God's judgment has limits in that He will only enact judgment for specific reasons, in a specific amount, for a specific time. But His grace knows no bounds. As God says in Exodus 33:19, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. Because God's grace is infinite and limitless, never underestimate God's grace. If we ever did have the mindset that God's favor is on us only when we're doing good, do you know what that implies? That we are underestimating God's grace. That God is only capable of demonstrating grace based on our performance. This legalistic, performance-driven outlook is crippling because we can never have a real relationship with God. We can never know Him truly because the relationship is based on things other than Him. God can therefore be a loving Father when all is well on Monday, but then He will be a harsh tyrant on Tuesday when we fall. What Psalm 103 tells us, however, is that God has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Never underestimate God's grace. Therefore, we must never get into the mindset that we can fall out of God's favor. When you are one of God's elect, there is nothing that can ever make you unelect. God's favor is on us, not only in the good times, but even the bad times. Not only after we repent, but before we repent. Not only after we've achieved our spiritual goals for the day, but before we achieve, and even if we don't achieve. Psalm 103, 11-14 says, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is His loving kindness toward those who fear Him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. God is mindful that we are dust because he is the one who made us from the dust. If our loving Father did not treat us with grace, then he knows fully well that dust would not last very long. Psalm 103 reminds us that our Father understands our limitations. One of such limitations is that we think of God in limited ways. We think He is less gracious, we believe He is less kind, and we trust in spiritual ideas that delude us into believing that there is less mercy available than what actually exists. In other words, we underestimate God's grace. But our lesson for the day is never underestimate God's grace. Jesus is the palpable manifestation of God's grace, and He did not come into this world to save perfect people. He came into this world to save sinners, and as Psalm 25, 8 says, God is the one who instructs sinners in the way. No one is perfect, so once you come to the realization that you are not the flawless version of yourself, then congratulations. You are exactly the type of person that Jesus came to deliver. You cannot save yourself, neither can your performance. Jesus can save you, so simply trust in Him. God's grace is what made that trust possible and what makes that trust effectual. As a believer matures in their walk with God, the Christian begins to pursue a lifestyle of self-examination. This scrutiny of self progressively reveals more and more darkness, which only compels the believer to hold a higher and higher view of God and His mercy. 
Scripture verses like Psalm 103, 1-10 get into the deep recesses of our hearts and remind us that it is God's grace that made everything possible. Understanding that God is a God who abounds in grace informs us where we truly stand with Him, that He is our Heavenly Father and that we are His children. It is God's grace that enables a person to recognize sin as sin. It is grace that enables a person's eyes to be opened to Jesus as Lord. And it is grace that made a way of salvation possible. The sanctified Christian life is experienced day by day with ups and downs. The sanctified Christian life is also a daily experience of grace upon grace. In fact, without God's grace, no one would be a Christian in the first place. Never underestimate God's magnificent glorious, awesome grace. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.